I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Drummer Daily, the only daily podcast dedicated just to drummers for a free video series explaining how you can become rock solid at playing drums with a click track in just two weeks in as little as 20 minutes per day. Visit boomclick.net. Well, hey there again. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me. Uh, Today has been one of those days where my brain is fried. I am taking my glasses off and rubbing my forehead vigorously right now because it is... uh, Sorry, excuse me for the yawn. It's just been one of those days, like I said, where I feel like my brain is fried. I... uh, I feel like sometimes that all of the different things that I do in my life, work-related, uh, they all kind of come to a crescendo as far as how uh, much effort uh, and technical work they require, things with my website and uh, things with the boot camp and all these other things that are going on. I feel like for some reason, I don't know if I invite this this into my life or it just happens this way, but it seems like... You know, when one thing requires a lot of my attention, all the other things seem to require a lot of my attention as well. And so today I've been face buried in a, in a computer screen almost all day. Um, and it's one of those things where when you're doing it, you don't realize how exhausted you are. But the second that you take a break, just for a second, take a deep breath, you realize that your brain is fried. Or when you try to like think about uh, what do I want for dinner tonight and you don't even can't even think of a single food item in your imagination, you know, that maybe you fried your brain. So uh, that's where I'm at today. But as I promised, uh, so yesterday we talked about kind of what it's like to do a professional drum audition, uh, the process kind of kind of behind the scenes on that and what that was like for me and all the auditions that I've done before. Uh, kind of how those go. And I mentioned yesterday, and then also if you uh, listen, if you read my newsletter, and you know what? I think I might have mentioned this before, but I don't have a way, if you listen to this podcast, if uh, if you want to subscribe to my email newsletter, I don't have a way to do that right now. Um, the, only, the only way that people get signed up for my newsletter right now is if they um, sign up for the free videos that are part of uh, Boom Click Bootcamp, um, and they, get, they start getting my emails that way. But I don't have another way for you to do that. I should do that. All right, stay tuned. So soon soon on the podcast, I will let you know. If you want to get my email newsletter, I send it out a couple of times a week. And it's just info about drumming, you know, professional drumming, uh, you know, uh, recording, 
playing live, playing at church, just kind of all that stuff. Um, it's just about that. So uh, just more free info that I like to put out there. Um, so I will give you a way to get that. Anyway, um, as I mentioned in the podcast yesterday and in the email newsletter that I sent today, um, I wanted to share with you all about how um, uh, I, I mentioned that that when I when I got that that gig that I, that I kind of walked you through the audition for yesterday, um, when I found out that I had that gig, um, a couple of things. So I, I thought it'd be fun to add one more little piece of info about about that gig as well. So um, or, or that, actually, I'll kind of put these two pieces together because I think it makes sense. So um, I guess the first piece, the, the piece of information that I promised, is this. Uh, a, year, a year or two later after I got that gig, um, one of the other guys in the band who obviously helped make the decision to hire me as the drummer and, and not any of the other drummers who tried out, told me, he said, hey, you know, um, back when you auditioned, um, it actually came down to you and one other drummer that we were both basically equally happy with. We both thought you were equally as good. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we would have been happy to have either of you. Um, and they said, uh, he said, the only reason why we picked you, the big, you know, the, 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 the thing that pushed you over the edge and got you the gig was that you knew the live version of one of the songs that, um, that we wanted you to play, wanted you to try out with. So, uh, what, what, what happened was this. So they, they had, they, they gave us like, they said, here's the three songs we want you to learn. Um, and they gave us like the recordings of the three songs. Well, um, uh, one of the songs, uh, well, all the songs were on a live DVD that the artist was about to put out. Uh, they were going to be on the DVD that they're about to put out. But, um, but none of those songs, none of the live, obviously a lot of bands play the arrangements of the songs differently live than they do from the recording. And one of these songs in particular, I can't, I found out was, this was the case that the, the, the song, um, was very different live than it was on the recorded album version that had already been released. Um, but they sent us the recorded, the recording version because they, that was what was out there. It was easier for us to, to, uh, to find and, and have access to. Well, um, I the other thing about this gig was this. So the audition was going to be on a Thursday. After the audition, there the the there was going to be one full day production or full day dress rehearsal for the tour that we were about to go on, and that tour was going to be on Monday. So audition is on a Thursday, and then the rehearsals on Monday and you leave for tour on Monday night at midnight. So basically, if you find out that you have the gig, uh, you're going to have three days, uh, yeah, about three days to learn all the rest of the songs for rehearsal. I think there were 15 songs. So I, I knew I knew that that was going to be the case. I knew that the auditions was ha- were happening. I knew that the tour started a few days after the, that. And we were going to, whoever, if I got the gig, I was going to have to know all these songs. So I went into uh, obsessive overdrive. This is all before the audition, by the way. This is like, you know, when I found out I, had, I got the audition, this is when I started working on this. Um, and this was a long time ago. There wasn't as many resources. There weren't as many live videos on YouTube, things like that. But that's actually where I went. I went to YouTube and I, I became so familiar with every little 
rinky-dink, handheld, you know, really bad digital camera video of this artist playing live anywhere you could find. You, I, if, if there was a guy working in the back end of YouTube, he probably thought I was the biggest super fan ever because I found every single video that existed online anywhere. I found websites that were in other languages that had all of these songs being performed live. And I actually learned one of these songs before I even found out what the song was. I already had it pretty much memorized um, because um, that was um, because I, I just thought that was probably going to be a song we'd have to play. It was one of the bigger songs. So anyway, all that to say, I prepared for the tour as if I already had the gig, even though I hadn't even had the audition yet. And that wasn't so much arrogance or you know believe it and you'll achieve it kind of thing. It was more just practicality of I need the contingency of if I do happen to get this gig, um, I... I better know, I have to learn all these songs, and I'm not very good at learning songs super quick, um, and so I, I needed to give myself extra time. So all that to say, when we got to the uh, got to the audition, when it got to be time to play that song, I said to them, I said, hey, do you want to play the album version, or do you want to play the live version? And all the guys in the band, their ears perked up, they're like, wait a minute, the live version? You know the live version? I'm like, yeah. Uh, they're like, uh okay, let's play that version. And what I didn't realize was that none of these guys really knew the album version really well. They only knew the live version. They had been playing this other version on tour for you know months and months and months and probably worked a little. They're probably the ones who arranged it that way, you know, this different arrangement. And so they knew it like the back of their hands. Well, and they didn't know the recorded version very well. So as opposed to them kind of being uncomfortable throughout the day, playing recorded arrangements of songs that were different than what they knew, all of a sudden they had a little bit of comfort. It felt like home again for them to go back and play something the way they were used to. And I offered them that ability. And they're like, okay, great. So they went over, pulled you know, pulled those tracks up, did everything, and we played it and they loved it. And like I said, a year later, a year or two later, when I was talking to one of the guys, um, he said, hey, the re- you got that gig because you knew the live version of that one song. Basically, you came prepared. You were over-prepared for that. I thought that was really cool. Um, I have another friend who, uh, he ended up becoming the musical director for uh, one of the biggest pop groups of all time. And I don't remember all the details of the story exactly, but I do remember some, some vague points of it and it, it's a similar story that he had so he actually um, tried out on his instrument um, he had an audition for this group he came in and was going to um, it was just going to try out on his instrument so it turns out that the musical director for this band that was already in place had already been picked um, he actually played the same instrument that my friend did and he was there and was supposed to be kind of running rehearsals, running auditions, I mean, uh, trying out all these different players. Well, the guy who was the musical director that was supposed to be running things apparently was very unprepared for the audition. Even though he wasn't auditioning, he already had the gig. Um, he um, you know, wasn't ready with click tracks, which is a musical director's job, or... Um, or backing tracks weren't ready, anything like that. Well, contrast that with 
my friend who, like I said, was trying out on the same instrument. They were going to have two of the same instrument, this other guy. He, my friend, spent weeks and weeks and weeks putting together his own click tracks, his own backing tracks, his own extra other you know auxiliary parts and everything in the tracks, all this extra stuff. He put it together just in case he needed it. That wasn't you know like he wasn't expected to do that. He was just supposed to play his instrument. Well, he shows up and had all this stuff put together, and the guy who was in charge didn't have it together, and he ended up run. Not only did he did he audition, but he actually ended up running the audition for other musicians who were coming in. So he went from having the audition and then on the spot flipping over and saying, I'm actually, they actually had him run the rest of the day's audition. So they can you stick around and run these for us? You better believe that he knew by the end of that day that he had that gig. Um, and he got that gig because of that. And I want to tell you something about just auditioning and getting gigs in general. When you get to a certain level, and I don't mean necessarily of playing, but a little bit playing, but a little bit just kind of confidence and knowing what's going on um, as a drummer, the difference between me and you and the next guy as far as playing goes is, is negligible. There's, there is no real difference. So when you go into a situation when someone's else, someone else is making a decision about whether they pick you to play for them or somebody else, um, that just being a better player is probably not going to get you anywhere. You've got to do, go the extra mile. You've got to do the extra work. And that might mean being overprepared. It might mean learning things that you didn't think you have to learn. It might mean, if you're a drummer, learning the bass parts. It might be knowing uh, how many bars are in the song. It might be knowing every variation of a song that's ever been played um, by this artist. Whatever it is, you need, to, you need to go above and beyond. If you want to get gigs, that's what you have to do. Um, and it, it can be... It, you can make habits out of this. Um, because... Uh, I think about like I I think I still have a tendency to over prepare sometimes, but it's it's come in handy more than it hasn't. Um, there have been times when I've played at church and I wasn't I was pretty sure we weren't going to have like in ear monitors or have click tracks or anything, so um, I probably didn't need them. But I um, I prepared them anyway, and then you get there and oh surprise we actually do. Um, but if I had just counted on that, you know, not needing them, I would show up and it would be fine, but it's that little piece of like you can feel so good about yourself when someone says, "Oh, I know we told you we don't have we don't have the ability to click tracks, but we actually do." And then I was able to say, "Oh, well, you know what? I actually have the click tracks anyway. Let me pull out my iPad. Here it is." You know, um, it, it feels good to be overprepared and and go the extra mile. And if you have professional aspirations, not only does it feel good to overprepare, but it actually might get you gigs. It might make your career. Um, so just think about that uh, when you're getting ready. It's not all about chops. In fact, at a certain point, it's not about chops at all. It's about playing solid, playing steady, being prepared, and being reliable. Um, and so I think those things are, are, are characteristics that all of us as drummers, no matter what you want to do, whether you just uh, like playing at home by yourself, you want to be, you want to play in your band, you play at church, or you want to be a professional touring or session drummer. Uh, I, th- I think being reliable, being overprepared, being uh, being uh, like I said, stand up stand up person uh, who who gets the job done and is willing to go the extra mile. Those are all things that uh, we all can do and can all benefit from, no matter what our end goal is. 
uh, our end goal for drumming is. So uh, thanks for listening, um, and I will talk to you again tomorrow. Bye for now. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.